0: Hello again, and welcome to the Red Dwarf Introcast, where longtime fans and newbies alike get together and talk about Red Dwarf episode by episode. Uh, my name is Heath.
1: I'm Angela. I'm
2: Shane.
0: And our special guest this week. I'm Liz.
1: Hi,
3: Liz.
2: Hi, Liz.
1: Hi, Hi there.
0: Hi. <laughs> well, this week we are going to be talking with Liz about uh, Series 8, Episode 2, which is Episode 1.2. Uh, I suppose, uh, Back in the Red, Part 2. Subsection B. That's not confusing at all. <laughs>
3: <Electric Yes. Boogaloo. laughs>
0: Judgment Day, right. Uh, before we get started, though, Liz, uh, I think this is your first time with us, so do you want to tell the fans well, who you are us. and where you're from, and uh, name, quest, favorite color, rank, serial number, and how you got involved with Red Dwarf?
3: Hi, uh, well, my name is Liz Richards, I'm on Twitter, at ScribblyLiz, Scribbly Liz and I'm one of the few people, I think, who makes comments to you on Twitter, whereas everybody else, you know, is (laughs) with the 21st century and uses Facebook and all that. Um, I got into Red Dwarf uh, back after college in the mid-90s. Late at night, I would turn on PBS to de-stress after a day of work, and it was the red hour. Red, green, and red dwarf. And so I would watch... I, I got into Red Dwarf that way. My first episode that I can remember was Me Too... And I have never forgotten since that gazpacho soup is served cold. But I didn't <laughs> yes. get to try it for the first time until about uh, three weeks ago when I went to Cincinnati to see the Cornetto Trilogy. So that's what we had for w- dinner before we went in to see it. So
0: How nice. How was it? It was pretty good. I, I think Hot
3: Fuzz is still the best one. But, uh, world's
0: but how was the soup?
3: Oh, the soup, <laughs> the soup was extremely good. <laughs>
1: You know, not as I good as hot fuzz you. though I'm, so i'm sorry <laughs> I, i'm i'm a big fan of hot fuzz i haven't seen the third one but i'm a big fan of hot fuzz over Shaun of the dead me too um
0: which it's odd because i like the zombie horror movie genre better than i do cop drama but i just think they they hit a little closer there i
3: think it's more tightly written and put together and Shaun is good but
1: i just don't like zombies that's my only prejudice Mm. So. Well, I think they were still doing the the characters of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're still still doing sort of the pot smoker comedy. Yeah, that I just can't get into.
0: Yeah,
2: and th- at this well, point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm the person who says I haven't seen any of them.
1: <laughs>
0: shame, shame on you! Shane.
1: Okay, let's just stop and say we have the Brits outnumbered. Yes, today.
0: <laughs> oh my yes! For the, the the one Brit on the show has not seen the Simon Pegg movies. Oh. Yes,
1: shame. I'm sorry. That's your homework.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I feel so much. Yeah, none, none, and I feel so
1: much
3: pressure being the only non-regular on here. Oh no! You're oh, cool. you're cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: People get bored with us. We yeah. like bringing in fresh blood.
3: No, I know. And that's another thing. I like listening to the podcast and keep up the good work, and that's how I found you on Twitter, so. Mm.
0: Yay. Uh, well, uh, very good to have you on, and I suppose, Shane, you get to tell us what uh, Series 8 Episode 1.2 Parentheses <laughs> Part 2 is about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> after,
2: discover- after discovering the luck virus and the confidential reports in Starburg's wreckage, Rimmer begins his scheme to get promoted and begin to impressed Captain Hollister and the sexual virus he found in Starburg's rest- wreckage is making him attracted to every female member on board Red Dwarf. Farton is reprogrammed and has his factory, set- factory settings restored, and this to take some of the luck virus, and-, and he and Kinsensky and Kat set out to escape and search for the nanny box.
0: And shenanigans so, ensue. And shenanigans ensue. Mm. So, um, <laughs> interesting episode. It's uh, it sort of suffers from part two syndrome. Like, it didn't really have a beginning or end. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have so to acknowledge
1: it's... that our first scene is the horribly redesigned red dwarf. That just ruined oh, yes. the entire show for me. Oh,
0: by the way, just... we're quitting the show. This is our last episode because we saw that four seconds of a digital red dwarf, and it just ruined everything. Oh God! For us. Don't connect me so... to that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she was on the final one. She did it. <laughs> oh, that was mean.
0: We tease. We tease. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be. I, mean, I, I can see. Yeah, it's different. Uh, it did not. Pre- I don't even think it would have registered with me that much though yeah. if not for the comments on the Facebook group. It wasn't it wasn't a thing for me.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe if like in Star Trek they had uh suddenly inexplicably redesigned the Enterprise, I would be, you know, uh gathering the pitchforks and the torches, <laughs> but I don't know that's because I kept seeing like full shots of the Enterprise for so many years. And with Red Dwarf, they usually showed like slight parts of it.
0: Well, I don't and we really... seen. We haven't seen Red Dwarf for yeah. a couple of years now. Like, I don't how, really... how long would it have been like, if we had had the four-year gap in the show that that uh, original run watchers did? How long had it been since we've seen the, the Red Dwarf on screen proper? A Long
2: time. Very, very long time. Is I mean, season
0: four? 91? No, season
2: five. 88, 88,
3: 88.
1: Five, okay. 91. So that would be I think. Long I time. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> with merchandising, they would have had more of an idea of what the entire Red Dwarf looked like. But I, I don't really have a clear view in my head of what the entire thing looked like, because we would usually get. You know, shots of small portions of it. Yeah.
2: The last time we saw a Red Dwarf, actually, was in um, Season 5, Episode 5, Demons and Angels.
0: Wow. That's right.
3: Yeah. I forgot.
0: Been a while.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and, that was 19- so. and that was in 1992, so you're fast-forwarding, what, five, six, six, six
0: years, seven years? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So uh, the dwarf is back, sort of. Um, yeah. <laughs> so special effects aside, um, a new thing here with Captain Hollister kicking off the episode for us.
1: Yeah. Last time on Red yeah. Dwarf, I mean, um, Freeze Company. Th- th- here's the captain's log. Um, <laughs> I wanted him to give just a really random star date. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not even sure they know what the star date is.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Um, and yeah, he showed clips of things that I don't think he was privy to at the time. That's so,
3: fine. Well, you know the twist at the end of the series is that he's actually God. Oops, sorry. Ooh. Oh <laughs> no! Gotcha. Spoilers! I oh,
1: <laughs> ruined forever. The omnipotent being. He
0: was in the shower the whole time. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, he was here the whole time. He was just over there, off camera. Hi,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> they actually did that in Scrubs, mm-hmm. which I kind of loved. When they introduced a new female love interest, then, like, she was like, what? I've been here for years. You just never noticed Hi. me. And then they showed a bunch of clips of pre- previous episodes, and she was just, like, standing off to the side or doing things.
1: <laughs> Occasionally laughing at them. Aww. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many? Like, uh, we start off with Rimmer reporting to the captain after we get the last time on Red Dwarf sequence, um, which went on a bit long. All of them. Um, and then we have him doing the how many Rimmers? I I counted salute?
0: fifty. Which, <laughs> if if a a three twirl is a is a half Rimmer for normal occasions. A five twirl is a full rimmer for formal occasions. He gave the captain the equivalent of ten full rimmers. And that can
3: so be taken out of context.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, You see, I should have known better. Um,
2: That was one of the advantages of just having a studio audience. Because in rehearsals, he never went on that long. Oh, yeah. and he just just get longer and longer and longer and it was just paying off the audience at that point <laughs> awesome
3: uh, I have a comment to make about this right. about the time taken for that but it it actually I put it later <coughs> after a joke that comes later in the episode so I'll come
0: back to it because mm-hmm.
3: it won't make sense okay. until then
0: so yeah epic epic salute <laughs> um and then, yeah, again, Captain Hollister, extremely likable character.
1: Yeah, he's awesome. I kept thinking he was going to get angry, and I kept thinking that, you know, Rimmer would do the wrong thing, and he would get, you know, the captain would get, you know, horrible. But no,
3: no, the captain just rolls with everything. He reminds me more of a high school principal than a ship captain.
0: Yeah, A little bit, Yeah. It's like Red Dwarf High. Like, uh...
3: (laughs) (laughs) The Academy years. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like the, um... Okay, everyone. Fan
1: fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go.
0: (laughs) Who was was the first season? uh, uh, Flutie. Principal Mm -hmm. Flutie. Yeah. On Buffy. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) yeah. Not not, not Armin Shimmerman Principal. um, Yeah. the, The one that didn't last terribly long.
1: Got eaten by hyenas.
0: <laughs> it happens. Yeah. High school's rough.
1: Yeah. Remember um, the time that I got eaten by hyenas in high school. I want to know where Rimmer
3: produces the muffin from. <laughs> that was
1: awesome. Yeah. His mm. pocket. Just carrying are it around in his pants. Here's a pants well... warm muffin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from
0: Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- did it have a Tesco it logo did. on it?
1: it did.
0: Okay, I did not see that. And then I had a script open here uh, so I could remember some of the quotes, and it was like, inextricably, it has the Tesco logo. <laughs> oh, that's I, did, funny. I missed that. Do you guys know what Tesco is?
1: I do. Isn't it like yeah, a one stop Isn't
0: place? that like the. the... No, wh- okay, what is it?
2: Tesco is the. Uh, well, it's a major, big um, British supermarket. It's evil.
1: That's where I ate from when Did, I was Didn't in, it have, like, horse meat for a while? Oh. Sorry? Oh, weren't they, like, making some of their burgers out of horse meat or something?
2: Yeah, they were. Yes, they were.
3: Uh, well, yes. I just ate a <laughs> un- chicken sandwich from there. I was there in May in London, and there was a Tesco right across from the Russell Square s- Station where I would get out of the tube of a night, and I was so tired... It's like I'm just going to grab the first thing I can to eat on the way back to the hotel (laughs) I think that's probably where (laughs) Tesco gets
1: most of its
3: business
2: (laughs) weary travelers I should point out at this point we have three (laughs) Tescos where I live that's a
1: big area see I would rather go to the um, gas stations that have the fried chicken yes
0: Yeah, it sounds like Tesco was was sort of the U.K. Walmart before Walmart moved in and became the U.K. Walmart, (laughs) right?
4: (laughs) Yes.
1: So, So, yeah,
0: Rimmer Rimmer talks with the captain, ingratiates himself in various ways, including procuring him some very precious ointment.
1: Yes. Um, (laughs) That glove.
0: I could... I don't want to take a quote, but yeah, I, the, I could tell by your walk
3: yeah. that was brilliant. I didn't have it written down, so you didn't steal it from me.
1: I <laughs> pretty much want to quote that whole scene. It's just so it good. It was a good one. It was the best scene in the episode, it's, let's just yeah. say that. It's
0: been a while since they've just had a good, solid, Chris Berry, Rimmer being Rimmer scene.
1: Yeah. Which is why I don't, you know, um, regret all that much that they've reset him. Because you know, and it's fun to have old rumor back. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. Um, but yeah, they've been very consistent with the captain's character, though. Mm-hmm. Like even that the first episode, and then later on the uh... oh goodness, it wasn't future echoes. Was it? Fu- no, it wasn't future echoes. It was no.
1: It was um, it's the one you always forget the title to. I know. Um, Time slides. Which one was it? No. Uh, no. Stasis leak.
0: Stasis League. I can never remember that title. you got to write that down. I do. I'll tape it to my computer. Uh, But yeah, in Stasis League, you know, the the chicken suit incident and everything. The captain is like, he's very long-suffering with the Lister and Rimmer BS, generally speaking.
3: (laughs) Especially considering they're the lowest-ranked people on the ship.
0: That's true. what percentage of his day... Is taken up by dealing with Rip.
3: That's like letting the janitors the second- take up your entire day. I mean, yeah. you know. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. You are a spec head, remember? <laughs> um, so let's see. After that, we find out that oh, okay, the Crichton medical checkup scene.
1: <laughs> less successful than. Uh, that, yeah, I will say. Yeah.
0: What they took those screws out and his head fell off why that's not how that should work
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, literally that's not how that should work
3: Although filling up <laughs> although filling up the vase behind the screen was yeah. Was
0: inspired,
2: oh, that was hilarious. That, no, that
0: was her. No, that, yeah. yes, that was very crazy. At nice. this
2: point, it's, th- it's three distinct sketches, one after each other. <laughs> yeah, and that's not red. That's not red dwarfs.
1: No. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the the glove that fills up and then what? That yes. Goes away and they look sort of nonplussed about. Oh, I didn't know that your hand was a rubber glove. No, really, I didn't know your hand was it's a, rubber a rubber glove. glove. <laughs> Um,
3: Shane, wasn't it? Was it Norman Lovett who made the comment that it should have been nuts hitting the floor, not the bolts?
0: Oh, that would have been funny. That would I have b- been
3: funny.
2: I believe so. Yes.
3: I think. I, I think that was on like the commentary or somewhere. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. But, oh. See, both then- Hollies should just write the show <laughs> or co-write the show. Have Norman Lovett head heavy paybridge. Just make them a rider team.
2: (laughs) Yes. Then the next scene.
1: Oh, that
3: scene. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) We find out that Kreiter's is a woman.
3: Oh, God. Don't get me started.
0: No,
2: please don't. Okay. (laughs) Let me picture the scene on this. We have a quite Previous series, season 7. We've got a quite a tough navigation officer. mm mm-hmm. Following the scene for so following the season, we see her sitting on the bed clutching a teddy bear.
1: Well yeah, yeah. that's that's our teddy bear from home.
2: <laughs> did we see it at all in the previous season?
1: Well then we never saw her in her bedroom. We did? No, not her bedroom. We saw the bedroom that they assigned to her—that Squalooks and <laughs> squiluquels—but we never see her bedroom. Oh,
0: you—you th- you think her original red dwarf bedroom had? Yeah. Had the stuffed I, animals? I,
1: I was going to say, say she would have brought some things from home.
3: I was going to say it's not just the one she's holding, which would be okay. It's like the pile of them back behind her on the nightstand.
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that. I. I guess since I'm sitting in the room that I grew up in right now, <laughs> oh my right goodness. next to my Sleeping <laughs> Beauty bed that has a um, that has a balcony full of my stuffed animals that I just couldn't bear to part with,
0: <laughs> including and, stuffed Mosh Puppy,
1: <laughs> I- including stuffed Mosh Puppy, and then I see my Barbies just stuffed up in my closet. As well as my Power Rangers toys that are not here because I have been decorating my actual house. I don't see that having your childhood toys around (laughs) makes you girlier and less serious of a character. Because I just sort of related to that. I'm just trying to picture the day Kachansky
3: packed for the Space Corps. And brought her stuff on board. And what is this bag, ma'am? Oh, well, you know, that's just, you know, my stuffed toys. That's serious
1: things. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, why, why does it say Mr. Snuffles on it? <laughs> don't touch Mr. Snuffles. <laughs> oh. oh.
2: Angie, you have but, to take a photo of your bedroom and put it on the Facebook group.
1: I don't know. It's so messy right now. I do. I also have I mean, a Buffy calendar that's set to <laughs> September 2002. <so. laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, keep in mind—you know, she she doesn't live at her parents' house anymore, yeah. and so a lot of the time they pretty much use it for extra storage. Yeah.
3: See, so that's it. It's, it's
0: not the neatest. See, that's difference. it. How many
3: of your stuffed animals did you bring to your home with Heath? So, um, there's a couple yeah. of boxes. <laughs> Shut Let's up. See. I have a few too. I'm, I'm sitting here in my living room looking at a soft kitty. You know, no. laying Aww. on my printer. I so have one of those. So I can't really... And the little tiny Affleck duck next to it. So I can't say anything, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> I'm not in the military either, so... um, um, I do like about this scene, I'm a little iffy on the whole, I've been classified as a woman because I don't have a thingy. It's like, mm, that's I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah, you know, it's just there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I do like that he and Kachansky
1: seem to be getting along. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. My issue with... Really, this episode in total, but Kachansky and really Kat also is. This seems like the story of Lister and Crichton and Rimmer, but Kachansky and Kat seem there as just support cast.
0: And Holly. But, yeah. I mean, we're used to that with, with Holly yeah. in general. Holly's yeah. not even but, in this But one, like Kachansky. His voice is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, his voice shows up once. But, like, okay, she's being put on trial, too. You know, she's, you know, in just as much trouble, but we don't get that she's worried. We don't get anything. We just see her sitting there with a stuffed animal that I would think she was holding to try to comfort herself. Because, you know... Yeah, she she does seem
0: to just sort of... She's letting Lister handle all this, Mm -hmm. presumably with Rimmer's help.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, Instead of navigating them out of trouble.
1: Uh (laughs)
0: Uh-huh. That was lame.
3: I was just going to say, I mentioned earlier, I I had thought of something during the Rimmer salute scene that kind of goes to this one. I don't want to take anyone's quote away, but just referencing the the Italian joke in this... um, he, he makes it but then he explains it and i watched this i've watched the three-parter i've watched it several times in my watching red dwarf for several years and i won't say anything about the third part but after you see it you can see if you agree or not i, I feel like it all could have been compressed down into a two-parter and less time wasted yeah. and i mean doug naylor is not seth MacFarlane. So, I, I, I like the fact that the previous seasons, you know, things were written fairly tightly. You know, if they told a joke,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it had to carry itself. You didn't stand there and explain why it's funny then. And, you know, do 50 salutes and, I don't know. I just think there were some things that could have been tightened up. That's just my opinion.
1: Yeah. I don't well, mind the 50 I'm, salutes, but some of the Dibley family stuff and... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, there's I'm sure, well, mentioned it last week about the director's cut... But the concept for this um, three-parter was actually going to be an hour-long special.
4: No. That, that, that makes sense.
2: Mm. Uh, to, um, when the episode of Iran, as as well as to quell some budgetary difficulties, it was decided that with some additional scenes, Back in the Red will be a three-parter. Mm-hmm. Even despite oh. this, some, mom- some moments ha- still had to be shortened. Hmm. Wow.
1: And we're even Hmm. saying, let's make it shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: Maybe the moments that were shortened were better. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I did notice in the first episode, you had the the French movie star joke. Mm. And then in this one, you had, like, German tourists, they're everywhere. And then the Italian ship joke. Yeah. And, yeah, that seems to be... A new trend that I'm not particularly comfortable with. Well, there was one in the pilot.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: There was a joke in the pilot about the German tourists, but that's the only one I remember really.
1: And then there was the Belgian thing in backwards. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. But they're fairly sparse with those.
0: Yeah, maybe it's just these being so close together caught my attention.
1: Like last season when we had an episode with like, there was about five minutes of food-related jokes (laughs) that made no sense. (laughs) It's like baked potatoes and more potatoes, and the baked potatoes are done.
0: (laughs) Food all over the floor. No. (laughs) Candy bars. Okay. So let's see. We find out Crichton is a woman. He uh, gets a useful tip for how to say no to the... uh, to the review board, I yeah. suppose it would be.
1: And Kachansky, or Chloe Annette is so adorable.
0: That she is.
1: Even when she, she gets is. bad lines, she sells them.
2: I should I should set this point. I, now I've actually mentioned it was going to be an hour-long special. Uh, that uh, Crichton's interrogation by the psychiatrist wasn't visually in the script. But was or
0: wasn't? was not. Was not. Oh my word!
1: Ah, yeah, that would have been perfect.
0: So the best scene was improv, <laughs> essentially. And Captain Hollister
2: and the Medlev enjoying the funky rhythm of cat's heart, heart and post
0: was not either. <laughs> so the jokes that work were added at the last minute. Yeah,
3: I've love it. Awesome. I've noticed Shane a trend. I'm not going to say anything about season ten, but I will say yeah. that. Some of some of Doug's best work seems to come out of being pushed up against a deadline. Not all of it, but some.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Actually, yes. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a specific moment right now.
0: In fact,
3: <laughs> I'm not going to ask if it's the same one. We'll just wait till we get there. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's fine. I'll just talk about series. T- no.
1: Well, I was thinking, despite you know my students saying, "Oh, I work better under pressure," being another way of saying I don't want to get things done until the last minute. It actually does work better <laughs> under pressure,
3: somewhat. There, there are a couple yeah. of examples that intend that I kind of go, "eh," but you know, yeah. Overall, I think so. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. We find out that they're going to do a psychotropic mind scan to, to defend themselves, which, I mean, that should work, actually, aside from the whole, we have to get Rumor to help us, if they can search their memories and see that they were in an alternate reality as mm-hmm. well, essentially, for, for the purposes of them. But yeah, I just have. I mean, that would be a solid defense.
3: I just have to ask, where is the appointed defense attorney during all
0: this? Oh, oh, they they rejected it. They said they wanted to defend themselves. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I know, but oh,
0: I On would almost
1: advice.
3: I, I would almost
1: think it's a. Oh my goodness! No. Yeah. Well, you know, it's sort of like in all those times in Harry Potter where they conveniently forget about Pensieves and Truth Serum <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> Legilimens, yeah. and you know, there's no way they can find out the truth about what happened.
0: Sorry, serious Black. We're just going to put you in jail forever. There's absolutely no way that we could tell what actually happened. Five
4: ways.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, and then they seal their envelopes. Now, I have to think that there's going to end up being a connection here between Rimmer's party envelope and the three envelopes that they got, and that maybe Rimmer ends up being accidentally interrogated. I, they made I mean, a big deal out of those
1: envelopes.
0: Yeah, I mean the only purpose of that scene, although okay, the cat joke was kind of funny.
1: Ooh, that I lets wonder, all huddle oh, I wonder. Oh, yeah. No, no. I wonder if the psychotropic drug was in the envelope uh, licking thing.
0: <gasps> oh. And
1: the captain accidentally gave Rimmer a
0: psychotropic envelope. That is rather brilliant, love. I would not be surprised if that turns out to be the case. I win. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see
2: that. Well, we'll see. Well, in the near future. Mm
0: -hmm. Or maybe at the very end of the season, we'll find out that the whole season has been taking place inside their heads.
1: And it's actually a child looking into
0: (laughs) a snow globe. (laughs) <laughs> I, God, I knew it was coming. And Lister was in the shower the whole time,
3: <laughs> and Bob so Newhart's and, I mean, and Bob Newhart wakes up with Larry Daryl and Daryl. So. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Commence fanfic.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. Where
3: have we
0: been? Let's see. So, um, Rimmer and 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 Lister have a little conversation there. Uh, and, oh, turns out that Rimmer is going to betray them because he he's really I, yeah. I have
3: to say, to be fair, Rimmer's quote was, in the first episode, was, make me an officer, when Lister says, what can I do? And he's not an officer yeah. yet. So, from his mm-hmm. point of view, he mm-hmm. hasn't done anything bad.
1: Yeah.
2: True.
0: Uh, let's see. And, and, then, and Rimmer sort it. of
1: pretty much says,
3: what, you know me. Come on! <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like, really, you expect me to behave differently? <sighs> but I guess Lister does act. But I'm a scorpion. History.
0: You can't blame a scorpion for being a scorpion. Exactly. Um. Or uh, what was it? Such and such weasel. there anyway, Probably we'll quote that later. Those are always good.
1: Yeah. And Counselor McLaren um, in the next scene continues to be a delight. <laughs>
2: Actually what would, yes. we're actually what are we talking about fanfic <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I I want I just wanna quickly give a my uh, massive shout out to a fanfic site I've just uh found. Uh just yesterday as a matter of fact. Um it's I'm, I haven't read many of them to be perfectly honest with you, so I don't know what a spoiler and spoiler free are not. So uh for the moment Heath and Angela don't go there until I Check it through the out. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, who doesn't read fan fiction?
2: But I do
0: occasionally.
2: But... reddwarf slash livejourner.com dot com.
1: Hmm. Um. By slash, he means do slash. You mean... <laughs> <laughs> he means slash.
2: I mean the word.
1: I know the place. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be headed there. All respect to the fine contributors of that, but that tends to get very strange very quickly.
0: I'm, I'm not sure that it just might not mean, like backslash on the keyboard. It's not to get to the sign. Okay, gotcha.
1: It means slash slash.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: It's not.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of, I've read some of the stories,
3: and some of them are really good character stories. But if it's not your thing, it's not your thing.
1: Well, it's just, even the ones that aren't labeled sex end up getting to the sex and reading about characters having sex. I, it's not your thing. I just read the <laughs> yeah.
0: And Angela knows her fan fiction. I do. That is her. That's one of her stress relievers for grad school: is yeah. being a prolific fan fiction author. Oh, indeed, awesome. But not red dwarf.
1: Nope.
0: Um. So speaking of slash, uh, Rimmer finds the sexual magnetism virus, and um, yeah. Essentially, date rapes most oh, of the female God. crew. Oh God! Yes.
3: Okay, thank you. I'm glad somebody else had the same yes. thought.
0: <sighs> yes. That ain't right.
1: I'm sorry, but so no. problematic. Yeah, yeah. They, and why they do started... you
3: not not to go back? I mean, why is it all the women jumping on him? It's like I, I'm not trying to make anything here, but there's a you know you ought to see at least one guy like giving him the eye. You would think, you know, I don't yeah. know,
0: Good just point. out of percentages.
3: Yeah. And maybe the and not I don't all know, women. Maybe
0: the the psychiatrist guy and not all maybe. women.
3: <laughs> And not all women should like him. I mean, you know, I mean, some women, you know, there exactly. ought to be just one that goes, eh,
0: eh, Uh, I guess if we try to, um, if we try to fan, uh, what's the term love for when you, uh, come up with uh, a BS explanation to make the fans happy? I guess if, I guess if we're trying, trying to do that, then maybe the virus was specifically engineered to affect females, uh, been taken by a male and males have been taken by a female without regard to uh their sexuality.
1: Yeah maybe the designer of that was heteronormative. Mm.
0: There you go. It's the virus's fault, not the writer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and can I just can I just point out I think these given you know Lister's use of it and all these viruses have become a really a lot more potent since they originally were found <laughs> in <Yes>. quarantine. <laughs> yeah. And they last a long time.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah well, I mean we we know how how great the Tupperware is. <laughs> <laughs> I radiated haggis the last three million years.
1: That's true, but yeah, creepy consent stuff, and then later on, when they got to Lister and Kachansky, it was like, "No, no, don't do that. Okay, good. They stopped, good,
3: <laughs> but Rimmer didn't. Yeah.
1: No, because they were nameless women crewmen, and so we feel more comfortable, I guess, with them Uh, being date-raped. And apparently Rimmer being date-raped as well. Because, you know, he wasn't enjoying it there at the
0: end. But, um, you know, clever use of the luck virus, again, you know, figuring out the the key code. Uh, And once again, I'm partially convinced that that Rowling must have been at least a casual watcher of Red Dwarf because liquid luck is a lot like the luck virus.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I like, I, I remember hearing you guys bring that up before, and I liked your, uh, I liked the fact that you, that you brought that up because I'd never thought about it until you mentioned
0: mm-hmm. it. Uh, we, we love our Harry Potter. <laughs> of course, Shane probably hasn't read that, you know, <laughs> being the only bread on the of show. He does. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not for
2: everybody we
1: know Shane has read Harry Potter
2: yes I've been a frequent guest on the Nightbirds we know
0: email Abortant
1: at gmail.com
0: yes uh, let's see so yeah they, they begin their escape or possibly they're in they're in the computer program psychotropic sleep thinking yeah. that they're escaping it's, it's a bit ambiguous at this point yeah
1: which was cool but would um, definitely account for some of the just odd zaniness that happens.
0: Such as the Dibley family.
1: <laughs> but yeah. before,
0: before we even get there,
2: we're oh. missing a huge part.
1: Oh yes, the Crichton...
2: Data Doctor.
1: Yes. <coughs> yes!
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, that was Robert Llewellyn, yes? Yes, it was. He's
1: yeah. Data-ing.
0: Yeah. In Star Trek
1: The Next Generation, um, spoilers to Alex Newsome, uh, who hasn't watched. <laughs> then Brent Spiner, uh, he has watched one, Brent Spiner really, really enjoyed um, playing double and multiple roles. Yes.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Although, everyone. I mean, I guess...
0: Go ahead. I guess this kind of matches the, uh, the description we got of Crichton's creator. Is that who... Th- well,
1: Crichton's
3: Creator's boyfriend. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Well now, Crichton's
0: Creator's boyfriend. Well,
1: now, if you guys
3: remember back in the third season, uh, when he was about to be turned off, the message that came from DivaDroid was headed up by... I don't know if it was the head of the company or what, but that was also Robert Llewellyn.
2: Mm. Jim Reaper is his, was his name. So... Hmm.
3: So, Yeah. Was, were they like twin brothers that the doctor was dating? I mean, was one a scientist and one a business person? You know. <laughs> <I don't>
1: know. <coughs> Who knows? Very
0: yeah, strange. Not, not particularly. And was he supposed to be floating in liquid or something or in zero G? I like,
2: don't know. Like, why it was, was he waving detect. his arms
0: about? It, it was weird... I always thought it was liquid.
3: I thought okay. it was... That
0: didn't come across particularly well. I thought it was mm-hmm.
3: air and that was just his movements.
0: Plus he was talking. Well, anyway.
3: (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. It looks like... There
0: weren't any bubbles or anything. It
3: looks like a room that is just air that...
0: Yeah, I think they were going for something there, but it didn't quite come across.
3: Wasn't that British accent that he did sort of one of the ones that he was going to do... When he was first trying to figure out Crichton, I don't remember.
0: It was fairly similar to David Ross's... Um, that's
2: well, that's what they were going for.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crichton, Crichton 1.0 that we only saw in the one episode there.
1: That makes sense then. I don't know, I thought he was doing sort of a C-3PO thing.
0: I thought David Ross was kind of doing a C-3PO oh, true. Thing. <laughs>
1: I loved his mm-hmm. cheekiness
3: expression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was great. That was fun. That was fun. That, that worked as as well as the, uh, the Android fixer program didn't work.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess they can cancel each other out being done simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, before that, then, uh, Crichton's... Crichton's solution to tell them no,
1: recreate the situation.
0: That was a bit horrific. (laughs) Yeah.
1: As we're discussing, you know, consent and (laughs) and you know possible sexual harassment, then we have this scene.
0: Oh. I guess. I guess. I can see this one. Being played off as comedy a little bit easier than pondering the moral implications of what Rumors up to, because he's an android, and and Kaczynski told him to recreate the situation. Yes,
3: and he misunderstood. Yeah.
0: I'm going to look at you. (laughs) It's a great line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. When they let. I feel like you know they've sort of let Robert Llewellyn go a little bit more with with this season in general, and and letting him just sort of move around a bit more in the character, mm-hmm. and, and they're getting some good results, I think.
1: Yeah. When he's not having uh, to worry about remembering lines, and just delivering <laughs> short, effective lines, it's very good.
0: Hmm. And then let's see. Uh, Lister tries to daybreak Kaczynski, but he doesn't slipper enough Roofy. And uh, then what happens? Was... Aww. <laughs> Thank you!
3: I'm trying to figure out how the luck virus stopped that uh, so that there wouldn't An- be...
0: Angela figured it out.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Because... Um,
0: the luck vir- it came it went into its reverse stage.
1: So he didn't get lucky. Oh...
0: Once the viruses run off, then they have a violent um, opposite reaction.
1: Okay. But he only took a little bit, so it was a very small reverse reaction. Although you could say that he gets lucky in that he doesn't do something that will destroy his relationship with Kachansky forever. That's so what I was <laughs> thinking, too.
0: <laughs> so either oh, way. Well, I guess it could be either way. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. I like Angela's better,
3: though.
0: But he did the sneeze thing. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a little gross-out humor because it's Craig Charles.
3: I wondered yes. if that was just, like, a thing that Craig Charles did that was not scripted, that he had to sneeze and... <laughs> <laughs> he just did it.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, meanwhile, Rimmer is one by one roofing the members of the female officers of the crew. Yes. Um... I actually thought, uh, I was wrong about who one of those actresses was. Uh, The very last one that he actually rejected, um, I thought that that was uh, Fenella Woolgar that played, um, she was on um, Jekyll and she was Agatha Christie on that episode of Doctor Who. Oh, you
1: thought that Um, was her? No.
0: I thought that was her. No, it wasn't her. No, you're right. Uh, In fact, that actress hasn't done particularly much, but anyway.
1: But she's good. Just kind
0: of favored her. Oh yeah, she was, yeah, she was fine.
1: And yeah, the Dibley family.
0: The Dibley family. <laughs> the Dibley family. Oh you yeah, oh, yeah, my the number... now or shall we save it to later? Go ahead, <laughs> rant away. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to add that Rimmer was uh, just going... The, the going over back episodes to show how forward-thinking and clever he was was, was uh, yeah. kind of funny. Backwards yeah. universes.
3: I thought okay. of Angela. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like no, don't tell
3: them about the backwards universe. Or else I'll
2: just warn them away.
3: away. <laughs> okay,
0: let's hear the Shane. Rant I'm
3: email. watching it, waiting Sorry. for Shane's rant.
2: Thank you. <laughs> the Debbie family. I mean, what? Where would I start on this? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. They've <laughs> Not just in a good way. <laughs> you know, they've, they've put it in there to get a reaction from from the audience, haven't they? Mm-hmm. It's complete. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the word
0: I'm... fan service.
2: Thank you, that's the word I'm looking for. And it's basically almost serves no point in the story. Much like in Can't smack won't Smeg. Yeah.
3: The mm. one good thing in this scene I felt like is the line where here they are in front of the guards and Crichton starts talking and they're gonna get by, but Lister puts himself in je- puts them in jeopardy to try to help Crichton, remember. Yeah.
0: Mm. That was
3: good. That seems in character to me.
1: Also, I don't know, I could have... I I explained the Dibley family scene in two ways to myself. One, possible psychotropic drug. They're, like... That's why it feels like it's playing to the audience. It's not real. You know, if it is a psychotropic drug trip. Um, Or the other is, it could have worked better if they hadn't have said the Dibley family, if they had put on the costumes to try and disguise their looks, looked at each other, looked kind of confused, but then shrugged and went on. You know, like they weren't... They put together a Dibley costume without even realizing they were. And when they did, they're like, eh, "Yeah, may as well. And
0: then maybe, maybe when the... Uh The guard guy came up and, oh, who are you a lot? And and then there's like, uh, Dibley! Yeah! (laughs) And, yeah. If they had played
1: it a bit less obvious.
0: Who was the smarmy guard, by the way? He seemed like a bit of a a bit too good of an actor for that bit part there. Uh,
2: you mean in the uh Dibley scene, you mean?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. That That Shane is actively repressing (laughs) Yes,
0: I am! <laughs> like, he just, I mean, not 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 that there's usually bad extras, but he just seemed a bit of a standout doing a, that character there. Just seemed like, huh, he's really laying it on for just a, a two-minute scene. I don't have him on my cast list in front of me, I have to be honest with you. Oh, okay.
1: He failed us. Because right?
0: we have to figure out... Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Shame on you. Shame on <laughs> we have to figure out what, what he was in with an actor who was in Harry Potter.
1: Yes. <laughs> two degrees That's our new game two six, degrees six, of degree, Harry yeah. Potter Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, two degrees of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small island. There's only so many actors. <laughs> That's
1: true.
0: Either Doctor Who or Harry Potter. Yes. But uh yeah, the Dibley thing didn't really. Work. Oh, what what did work before the Dibley scene was, yeah. Cat went to the trouble of putting on an officer's uniform <laughs> as a disguise, but then had to wear his coat on top of it. Yes, it's
3: so cute. Oh, it, it made me think of the uh, the gold foil suit space suit he puts on back in one of the early yes. episodes where he yes. makes the helmet like three times bigger than normal for his hair.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Very in character.
0: Oh, which is another scrubs thing. Yep. A really large helmet to protect the hair.
1: Oh, yeah, J.D.'s bike
3: helmet. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm doing
2: this, but I'm doing it anyway. Go back to the Dibbly scene. <laughs> don't, don't go back to the Dibbly scene. <laughs> Not the Dibblies? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, those cheats those that they're wearing were actually mm-hmm. made for the actor.
0: Oh, neat.
2: And apparently they weren't allowed to take them home.
1: Oh,
2: Okay. And who was, was going to want? wear them after? Exactly the point I was going to make. Craig Charles actually says on the documentary, We never took them home. Who the hell is going to wear these teeth? They're made for our mouths.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure who was going to wear them anyway with those teeth.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> they make Kachansky's way too big thing. <laughs> I
1: think
3: she just has a
0: smaller mouth maybe. Maybe. But they
1: made it for her <laughs> mouth. So True.
0: Well, they could have been they could have made them too big on purpose just for Yeah.
1: Cuz she's so cute. She still looks cute harder. with the teeth.
3: That's the thing yeah. about it.
0: We'll <laughs> just give her stuff to animals and put her in funny costumes. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be great.
1: Grouping <laughs> her. Aww. <laughs>
0: Only half Roofy her. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Going back to what I said in the previous season. She she looks cute now, is what I'm saying.
0: But I mean yeah, I will say that yeah, we haven't gotten much in the way of writing her character for her. No. Uh in these two, two episodes. and I you know I get yeah, they have to be focusing on the escape and everything, but she can be they sure, part of the escape. Yeah. <laughs> they sure find time for some silly stuff to be giving her such a small part in it. Yeah. And let's see. I have observations, okay.
3: but they work more for the whole series, so I okay. can't say Uh-oh. much.
0: Um, let's see. We have uh, Rimmer injecting his crotch with a numbing agent. Because, you know, I his... walk into
3: places all the time and do that with just stuff I find <laughs> laying
0: around. Yeah. I said, ah, I'm just going to assume that the syringe is what I was looking for. <laughs> It's fine, <laughs>
1: but that gives him the opportunity of doing some physical comedy mm-hmm. that are it's walks. fun.
0: John Cleese walks by, <laughs> doing a sillier walk.
1: This is amateur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then they do a reference to something.
0: What are they referencing with this Dibley Escape, the dramatic music and the stopping to look at Reservoir the. Reservoir Dogs, right? Yep. Really? Really? It's yep. been a long time it's... since
1: we've watched it.
0: We've seen that, but it yeah, it has been a while.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's, this, it's the same music as well.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So. It's been a
1: long time since we've watched it.
0: Well, we just got the Tarantino uh, Blu ray collection.
1: It's awesome. So
0: we will have to pop reservoir dogs back in.
1: I did like that. But we do bit. have the stutters.
0: Oh, so, say again, uh, I, Liz?
3: I was just gonna say, of the whole Dibley scene, I, I I will say I did like the little green bag bit at the end. That was that was short and clever.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: And it's almost Let's worth see. it to see the stutters put on Dibley costumes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> A little tiny mm. teeth. And how did the Scudders know that they want to follow them?
0: I guess maybe they were... Are these still the original Scudders that were on their Starbug that crashed? Oh, they'd have to be.
1: (coughs) Because they would have still been around, but the Nanites only created things that they didn't already have.
2: We Hmm. never saw scutters aboard the though, did we? No. They were busy. No. They were watching movies. (laughs) (laughs) Westerns, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, I don't think the scutters showed up in season series six or seven. Mm Mm-mm. They
1: stayed with the Red Dwarf. I'm sorry. They stayed with Red Dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's from watching too much Star Trek. I always say they know I know, yeah.
0: The Starship Enterprise. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. What are the Scudders' names again? Bob, Max. And... Okay. Was it Max or Marge? Madge? Marge. I thought Marge. Oh.
1: Well, whoever did the Lady of the Cake script <laughs> said Max. <laughs> Maybe
3: it's Max. I thought
0: it was. I thought it was it was Madge, but oh. yeah, it could have been Marge. Maybe it is Shane. What are the (laughs) scudders? Yeah, Shane. Yes, I know everything. It is actually Bob.
2: Yeah, is Bob and Madge? Madge, Madge. Bob and Madge. I
1: was close. So we need we need to send a pedantic email to Lady of the Cake and say your script of season (laughs) eight episode.
0: (laughs) That's how long after the fact—fifteen years. <laughs> oh, 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 poor woman. Oh, and then yeah, we just sort of get a rather abrupt ending there, Because as it's they end uh,
1: of part two. Yeah,
0: running away. So, hmm. This was. A I amazing mean, smack. overall, there there were some there were some clever moments. Mm-hmm. There really were. Like, I I got a couple of good gut chuckles here and there, but. As a narrative, it was wildly uneven for me. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a particularly cohesive story.
1: It was. It was
3: a little too wacky. Mm-hmm. Overall, I mean, there are a few good jokes are good, but there's no. I mean, in in the first and the second episodes, there's no. There's no little bits of seriousness that I feel like have always kind of marked the previous series.
1: Even like episodes like polymorph that, you know, you have the huge polymorph scene with like it's it's his underpants and they have this huge zany scene of, you know, chasing after the polymorph underpants. But then you've got other things in there that's sort of grounded in some sort of reality.
2: Mm Mhm. Yeah, definitely I mean it's going to a series of sketches really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Very, 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 very short scenes.
1: Yeah. Mm. And scenes that don't necessarily cohere.
2: Mm. But we'll talk about more of that when we get to our ratings. Yes. But be, mm-hmm. but
0: before we get there,
2: let's play an ad.
0: Any, mini, miny, mo, catch a podcast by the. T- <laughs> this one.
3: <laughs> so, what is it?
4: I've never heard one before, and going by the iTunes ratings, no one has. But I'm guessing it's a garbage podcast. A garbage podcast? Hmm. The sci-fi comedy Red Dwarf has a variety of fan podcasts dedicated to it. This one has commentaries, episode reviews, interviews with the cast, and really bad jokes. It seems that not being content with sucking the life out of their own podcast, they're now advertising on others. So this thing's spewing drivel into other podcasts... Precisely. That's why we're experiencing these curious time phenomena. I'm guessing they have a really bad editor. So what is it? I've never heard one before, and going by the iTunes ratings, no one has. But I'm guessing it's a garbage podcast. A garbage podcast? Hmm. The sci-fi comedy Red Dwarf has a variety of fan podcasts dedicated to it. This one has commentaries, episode reviews, interviews with the cast, and really bad jokes. It seems that not being content with sucking the life out of their own podcast, they're now advertising on others. So this thing's spewing drivel into other podcasts? Precisely. That's why we're experiencing these curious time phenomena. I'm guessing they have a really bad editor. What time phenomena? Like just then, when we all repeated ourselves. Okay, so it's decided then. We download the garbage podcast.
5: Hey, wait a minute. I missed the discussion.
4: We all did. Discussion is occurring in random pockets. The laws of context and conversation no longer apply. A question no longer leads to an answer. A joke no longer leads to a laugh. It never did. Look, the only way to get out of this feeble routine is to download the garbage podcast. I'll go with that. Gets my vote. Okay, so it's decided then. We download the garbage podcast.
2: So what is it?
4: I've never heard one before. Though. The Garbage Podcast from Gaspacho Soup. Rabbiting on endlessly about all things Red Dwarf.
0: And we're back, and it is that special magical time where we listen to feedback. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Paul We're going to start... Says... <laughs>
0: Well, let's let's start with Sam's recording that he sent us. Okay. Uh, okay, Sam, yes. yeah, Sam couldn't make it this week, so we're going to listen in on what Sam has to say about the episode.
5: Hi guys. Sorry I can't be with you tonight, but that's flexible working hours for you. Since I can't make the recording this week, I thought I'd leave my thoughts here just in case there's something you didn't bring up. It surprises me how much I've actually found myself enjoying Series 8 and how good an episode this one is, as my memories don't reflect how much I actually enjoyed parts of it. Rimmer's misadventures with the sexual magnetism virus was a good idea, but what the hell was the larger woman smushing his face on the glass about? Seriously, that's just something that never made sense to me. Chris Barry's numb leg walk was possibly one of the funniest parts about the episode for me, especially the way that he's still chatting up female members of the crew as he's walking along the corridor. Rimmer and Hollister at the beginning was a great all-round scene. I mean, I remember the salute at the beginning being used in a lot of the promotional material for the series, though what is seen on the show is a shortened version, if that's correct. I liked the Data Doctor. I thought it was quite funny, plus it gave Robert Llewellyn another role to play. I know in general the Data Doctor isn't liked by most people, but I think the acting of the female members of the crew in the scene where Crichton pointed the gun at them was a bigger detractor. The Dibley family? Oh dear. As a disguise, it might have worked had he not been able to see the head of the mop on top of Lister. The scudders in the get-up was funny, but the reservoir dog's bit at the end just didn't work for me. I have noticed a few people going by memory to give feedback on this episode, but if doing that you can forget how good some parts of the episode really are, I give it 6 out of 10 superior officers sitting on toilets at gunpoint. Speak to you soon, guys, and hope you enjoy the rest of the series. Bye!
0: Alright, thank you, Sam. Uh, You are completely wrong about everything, (laughs) but... No, (laughs) just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, poor Sam. Just kidding, Sam.
3: Not even here to argue
0: with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, love ya. You want yep. to read Paul?
1: Paul Hasley says, yeah, it's really hard to remember exactly in this up and what's a spoiler? That's why you watch the episodes. No, that's okay. I remember being disappointed by the lack of Holly, but it was filmed as an hour long up, so I suppose it can be forgiven. I think Crichton's emotional faces are a highlight, though, especially cheekiness. <laughs> and the scudders get a name. Bob and Madge. We we could have just looked at Paul. He had the names. Hmm. And I won't give oh, the he... rating because it might I steal thought someone's. that's a
0: fine rating. Uh, seven out of ten original Crichton voices. <laughs> uh, Phil says on first broadcast, my smiley face turned into a disappointed frowny face by the time the Dibley family arrived. Um, How do you make that disappointed frowny face? That's not a typical frowny face. Hmm. Uh, But I love the scene in the lift with Lister and Kachansky. Also, the scene with Rimmer and Lister is a good one. Grope. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Hover your mouse over the frowny face and you can see what it's made of.
4: Hmm.
0: Cool. Hmm? (laughs) Yeah, I had some issues with the... The the love scene uh, there. Yeah. So, or, oh no, you said I loved the scene. Okay, okay. Yeah, I had some issues
1: with <laughs> that, but you know. Uh, Ewan says the first half of the episode is acceptable, but around the halfway mark, it dives into a lake of despair and agony. I just don't like. Welcome.
4: To the <laughs> <bit> of despair. <laughs> yes.
1: I just don't find a lot of the stuff funny. In my opinion, it's puerile. Ooh. Nice word. And just doesn't feel like Red Dwarf. The awfulness starts with Lister sexually assaulting Kachansky. (laughs) And then continues with Rimmer being sexually assaulted. Or, you know, the other way around. And hammering himself in the crotch. And worst of all, the Dibley family section. Which goes on way too long. And was terrible to begin with anyway. Don't mind fan service if it at least has some relevance to the plot but Dibley Family is just too much winking at the audience for my taste. Terrible episode overall, which I could barely bring myself to watch again. And I and forgot the data adds, doctor. That's awful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ewan was in the room with us. <laughs> um, let's see. Jonathan Cap says Jim Reaper he ain't. Uh, Rosie ends <coughs> up, ends this feedback with, oh, this is a long one. I open. been asked, uh, sorry,
2: sorry, Heath, before you start, I have been asked <laughs> to quote, uh, if anyone decides to read my comment out, uh, in my accent, can I please that, can, I, can I please request that they do that in my bitterest voice? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bitter I can Rosie.
1: barely do a Rosie voice.
0: Wow. I, you know what, just to abuse her, I will make a shot. Here we go. Bitter Rosie, okay It's a really interesting concept To use the mind drugs' way of exploring The crew's psyche The dreamlike state coupled with their attempts to escape Reminds me of the attempt to escape From better than life in the novels That however is all the positive you'll get out of me I mentioned on the last episode That you see things like Cupid's arrows and love potions And other fiction This is obviously true But this went too far and it's painful to think of this a scene like this with the gender roles reversed Crichton being categorized a woman was ridiculous and another horrible attempt to bring in women jokes all of which result in failure and me wondering again why Chloe Annat did not hit Doug round the head with the script in a similar way to the end of ducked soup whilst crying I don't know what got into me uh, Dibley family what a load of tripe. Another <laughs> attempt to desperately try and fan please, which has happened way too many times already, and we're only two episodes in. I'll And I'll end on a positive. Chloe's hair is just super. Smiley face.
1: <laughs> tripe. The way you said it. it. It gets the slow clap of approval. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see how she likes that. I can't disagree I with her too much, crazy. so... No, I think she's yeah. spot on, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, any other feedback? Oh, yeah, we do have some Twitter feedback. Some from Liz. Hi, Liz. Hey,
1: like I said, I have not been on Twitter.
3: Lately. I, I don't think it's much. I think it's the the link to the video and the uh, thing about the love celibates, maybe. Mm. Making Angela feel better about yeah. the last intro cast. Yes, so.
1: yes. Oh there you are. Yes. Rimmer was in the love syllabus. Also there's a YouTube video. Yay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh and let's see. So now it is time for ratings. And Liz, you get to go first. Oh joy. Um well my general feeling is
3: that you know, even bad red dwarf is better general than a lot feeling. of things on T V. Hmm. Um, in this case, I kind of agree with the person. Was, was it Ewan or whoever it said? You know, the first half was okay, there are a couple little time waster bits, but it was still funny. And then the second half kind of fell off a cliff. Um, gosh, it's hard to say. I think I might give this four and a half Rimmer Super Salutes. Out of
1: ten, <laughs> so that would be one hundred
0: and <laughs> <laughs> uh, now let's see, well, now four and a half super silly thirty-five, <laughs> yeah, two, two, 225.
1: Yeah. yes, and then yes. your arm falls off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Shane, you want to go? See that mind, yes. Yeah, you can hear my voice how impressed I was with this episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not um I mean I can't disagree with anything that's been said in the feedback. <coughs> um it's not an overall good episode. I mean, again, I'm gonna just reiterate what I said last week. You know, it's not anywhere near as good as seasons one to seven, really. So, I'm going to have to give this um, five. No, tell her right? I'm not. I, tell her I'm not, because I rated it four last week, and it's not in, as good as last week's. <laughs> so, I'm actually going <laughs> to give it three. Ooh. Oh, my. Scandalous. Anus Soothe <laughs> S- <through> Pile Cream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll,
1: um sort of tailor mine to uh, match with Shane's in that I I really enjoyed last week's episode and this week sort of let me down just a little bit, except for a few scenes here and there. Um, I rated last time a 9. Um, I wasn't as disappointed as a lot of fans, which makes me really nervous about what's to come. Um... So I'm going to give it uh, seven out of ten one-fingered gloves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to go a bit lower.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, there were, some, I mean, like I said, there were some some good guffaws here and there, and and the super salute was was nice, you know, a nice bit of ridiculous improv, I guess, but. Um, yeah, it it didn't make a good cohesive story. And not even the charming captain or or the few good jokes here and there really saved it for me. At the end I was just kind of like, was that it? Because I didn't feel like I got my usual episodes worth of episode. If that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I'm I you know, if it were just the mediocrity, I would give it a 5. But for um Overtures of Date Rape, I'm yeah. going to knock it off another point and give it 4. Um, I'm going to give it four pants warmed blueberry muffins.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Again, something guy. else that sounds bad.
0: <laughs> so, Which yeah, of like to we
2: no told re- were finished on the Ganymede and Titan Silver Survey? Well, let me guess. Uh, number three. Number <laughs> three.
3: <laughs> not quite that high.
2: No, nowhere near that high. <laughs> Out of 61. It finished um, fifty-seven.
0: I was about no, say fifty-two. Ah, oh. uh, fifty-seven. That's good and low. <laughs> now I'm sure that that was was well below uh, where they rated backwards.
2: Backwards was. No well, I'm doing this again, but backwards was as I five <laughs> as I look for it right now. Backwards was. Porsche. Somewhere, <laughs> I'm just trying to the list, like Jeff. Control F. <laughs> Eighteen. See, yeah. I don't
0: get that. I
2: don't
1: get that. I
0: I would I would have rated rated this one and backwards rather close to each other. I think.
1: Well, backwards
3: doesn't have that's date great. rape,
0: so. It's mm, true. It's true.
1: true. But I don't think Although that our... Although in a backwards
0: <laughs> universe, date rape would be Not someone giving someone roofies and not sleeping with them. <laughs> or stealing their roofies and then sleeping yeah, with rejecting them. Yeah, so
3: rejecting them and then stealing their yeah.
1: roofies. <laughs> I don't know. We're going under bizarro yeah. logic.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, a bizarro one. <laughs> um, okay, well. Time for some quotes. Yes. Liz?
3: Oh, I'll start with one, because I, I wrote in a few, but I don't want to take anyone else's, but I will take this one. Um, I can feel my files corrupting. They're corrupting. Oh, oh, yes, that's good. <laughs> I'm back and I'm bad. Obviously, within certain preset sensible parameters. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: Who's next? What
2: well, do you go for, it next,
0: Heath? Okay. Okay, let's all be calm. No need to be. After all, Crichton is merely holding his hostage, which is lovely, isn't it everyone? Lovely.
1: <clears throat> did you really think of this? Permission to look smug, sir. Permission granted.
0: Smug face. <laughs> I did love his delivery with that. Like, why the hell not? <laughs> Who we'll give him permission for
2: that. At this point, we usually give our best quotes I'm actually going to give it the worst quote I've heard in Red Dwarf so far
1: do it yes do it
2: I don't know what got into me nothing sadly
1: oh yes Uh, oh that makes my stomach turn okay I'm going to do something to make us feel better um (laughs) let's see uh, now I want you to come to supper. See you on Friday. Incidentally, it's black tie. <laughs> tie Chinese, I'll eat anything, sir. <laughs> no, I'd prefer it wasn't black. Any chance of having mine medium rare? Just go wherever <laughs> the hell you want. Oh, I have another one.
0: Come uh,
3: mm, um, This just humorous, given the whole, you know, history of Red Dwarf. There's a potentially lethal scenario concerning drive plates. Obviously, anyone who misrepair one of these plates would have to have the brain the size of a leprechaun's testicle. (laughs) As said by Rimmer.
0: As said by Rimmer. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay, this is what we do. I've watched a lot of TV shows, and we all huddle (laughs) together like this and whisper for a while before we answer. It looks like we know what we're doing. We intend to defend ourselves. You see how good that (laughs) looks? That, that actually reminded me a little bit of uh, arrested development yeah where in the trial you if you pay uh, Andy Griffith a certain amount of money he'll sit then he'll behind come you and, sit, and sit behind what? you
1: whisper a few things and, yeah,
0: yeah for this amount of money he'll like lean forward and whisper something in your ear and
1: and mm. like Ron Howard it stops and says we're not making fun of Andy Griffith
0: just to repeat cannot emphasize enough how much we are not making fun of Andy Griffith. <laughs> Because oh, oh. It, it sounds really rather sweet when you look into the history of that. Yeah. Because apparently, unlike a lot of child actors, they took care of that kid on set. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they like stopped filming in order to play baseball whenever he wanted to play baseball. Because they wanted him to be normal
0: <laughs> and made sure he did his homework. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: yep. That's still <sighs> Those episodes. Shane, still did you stand have another? I'm
0: oh, yeah. sorry.
2: Shane? Uh, no, you can go next. That was the only that, that oh. was the only thing I wanted to say. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm out of quotes.
3: What father would claim to have an alibi for sperm on the night of conception? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that was bad. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting some quotes. I, I need to start writing things down again.
1: Yes, you do. Especially since next week, Lady of the Cakes does not have the next script up. Dun,
0: dun, dun. We're going to
1: have to actually take notes, Heath. No. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, there were good one-off quotes here and there. Hmm. Well, if we are out of quotes then, I suppose it's time to say goodbye to all our friends. Oh. Uh, Liz, thank you for stopping by. It has been uh, a pleasure.
3: Oh, aren't you going to guess what's going to happen in part three?
0: I suppose um, we must.
1: <laughs> it turns out... What's, what's the name of the
0: episode again? <laughs> Back
2: in that red part three. Oh, oh surprise. Wow. Surprise. Oh. Uh,
1: it turns out that all of the women are now pregnant. <laughs> Oi! Oh, that's horrible. Oh...
0: <laughs> um. Let's see. I guess how how could this end? Um. Okay. Not well. Here, here's one. So they're looking for the nanites, right? hmm Well, they fixed Crichton's corrupted files, and they re-corrupted themselves. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that the nanites are back with Crichton, and he just hasn't realized it yet. Mm. That's why he was able to auto fix.
1: Well, I also think it will end with Roman and Lister in lavender jumpsuits sharing a bunk in the
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's going to be in the middle of the next episode. <laughs>
1: I think. You've been watching ahead, haven't you? No, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get uh, it through dreams.
0: <laughs> yes. That was creepy.
1: Oh, <sighs> Uh Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know how this is going to end. I, I did like your theory, Love, that uh that yeah, this river is going to end up as a hologram. Mm-hmm.
1: And that everyone's Although, gonna end up exploded.
0: Yeah, you think that they're gonna just kill off the entire crew. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know though, I really I wouldn't mind if they found a way to keep the captain around. He is he is really a hoot and a half. He
1: is. But he doesn't really mesh with the rest of the crew. He would work if they had the entire crew there, but not if it was just the captain and yeah. the usuals.
0: That's yeah. true. And I'm also really curious, and I don't expect any word on this in the next episode, But and I know y'all can't say anything, but I am very, yeah. very curious as to whether we'll ever find out uh, what happened to our Rimmer, Yeah, Rimmer... Nay, ace rimmer. Um,
1: Double rimmer all the way.
0: Well, that sounds just dirty. <laughs> um, oh yeah, there, there was the other quote I was thinking of. Though, the, then, but what are you going to do to us? I'm going to look at you. Yes. <laughs> He's totally <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh. That was cute. That was funny. Um. Yeah. So I really don't know how this is going to end or where it's going to leave the rest of the series going. Yeah. A few vague thoughts, nothing really. I don't know, do you think that they're going to escape the Red Dwarf and then the plot of season eight B Red Dwarf chasing the starbug? Sending them bad movies and forcing them to watch <laughs> them and they rely on the scudders to keep their sanity.
1: Dunno, could be. I'll
0: just check. Oh, yeah. sorry. Well we will see <laughs> <laughs> We will see you next week.
2: And uh, while gets, once again. Sorry. Why Andrew gets uh, attacked by a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Thank you for uh, for guesting for us. We really appreciate it.
3: Thank you. And if any of those things happen, you'll talk about them next week.
0: Yes, we will. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we'll Bye. see you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.